we'd gotten out of debt. Um, we had our emergency fund and then we had an extra discretionary fund for 15% of our income goes towards investing. It's a principle that Dave Ramsey teaches. And so that money was being used for passive investments. So then we paid off our house, we sold it and we got this huge influx of cash. And we're like, okay, do we want to continue to, you know, do the birth strategy, house hack, buy duplexes, buy single family homes, or do we just trust people like Ellis and Todd and Michael Blanc and all of these amazing people in the real estate syndication industry to help us create steady streams of income with this capital? And I ran the numbers in order for me to leave my corporate job, we had to choose that option. And so we did. And I replaced my corporate salary. Welcome everyone to the Kingdom REI podcast. This is your host, Ellis Hammond, founder of the Kingdom REI Mastermind. And with us, we have an incredible guest, uh, Megan Lampke. And I'm so excited to share her story what she's been able to accomplish starting and investing in 2008 or really getting to the world of real estate in 2008 um, to, to several thousand units now under contract. But even more importantly, I think what you're going to see today is this thread of what it really looks like to be a kingdom capitalist, to, to incorporate and integrate your faith into uh, the work of investing. We talk all the time about capital equals influence, money flows to value, learning how to be a master over money instead of money learning how to have master or ma money having mastery over over you and part of that starts with education and so uh what megan is even doing to help her tenants and the people in her buildings learn uh mastery over money through financial education this is going to be a jammed packed episode so without further ado megan welcome to the king of our show how are you I'm outstanding. Thank you so much for having me, Ellis. It's such an honor to be here. It's been a long time coming. We saved you for season two, right? So we yeah. have a bigger audience, more people to share your story with. So excited to to bring you on. So um, we're going to get into this, but would you really quickly, or not even quickly, uh, before we get into the content, I do want to pause and pray, but Megan, tell us a little bit kind of where you're at in the world, uh, what life Talk to us a little bit. Okay, so I live in a suburb outside of Minneapolis, Minnesota, called Minnetonka, Minnesota. Um, so that's where we live. Uh, my I live with my husband, my daughter, and I'm a full-time real estate syndicator. And I love spending time volunteering every single week with our church and other nonprofit organizations that are making a huge kingdom impact. You grew up in Minneapolis? I did. Yeah, I grew up in a suburb called Plymouth or okay. Wyzetta. I went to Wyzetta High School. Um, so I, I literally grew up in the house that's less than a mile away from where my husband and I live now. Okay. What's the rugby tie again? Every photo I thought, you know, the photo that you used to have yeah. was like you and your daughter. Like, tell us that real quick. Yeah. So my husband and I actually met playing semi-professional rugby. So we both played for teams here in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, I played for the Minnesota Valkyries and the Twin Cities Amazons, and Derek played for the Metropolis Rugby Club. Uh, and we had hosted the national championship, and wow. I was with my teammates and in Minneapolis, and we were celebrating. And I met Derek 
gosh, 11 years ago at the rugby social. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's the man that I've been playing. Is that that a co-ed league? Yeah, it's not a co-ed league. There's like brother and sister. There's brother and sister clubs. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So met Derek um, at that social. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the man I've been praying for my whole life. I'm going to marry him. And like, you know, a couple years later did so how did you know did he feel the same right away or did, i mean no was... he was like who is this really aggressive girl i kind of like her and she's funny <laughs> that's great so yeah that's so, our story um so now we've traveled you... the whole world playing rugby together and um really meeting some amazing people and using our influence uh, in that community for good wow did uh when you got out of rugby what were you, did you have a career during that semi-professional rugby time or was it just yeah, rugby? In the United States, it's not like with the New Zealand All Blacks where you get paid to play, wouldn't right, that right, be nice? Right. Um, so uh, here in the States, when you're playing on club teams, you still need to work full-time. You still need to have your W-2, um, but your travel is comped. So for example, when you, when I played for the Twin Cities Amazons, we'd have, uh, the team would pay for hotels and, um, would reimburse some for airfare and stuff like that. And then- So what um, was your job? What were you working? What was your W-2? So I was working in the technology industry um, for software sales and marketing automation. Okay. Did you have any real estate going like- No, when we first started, I didn't. Any real estate job? Okay. Yeah. When we first started- um, All right, cool. All right, so there's. I just want to get in because I'm so excited to unpack your story. So let me pray, and then we'll go. God, thank you again for this morning. Um, I'm I'm so blessed and honored to have Megan here, and uh, God, we just look to you and we pray that her story and what you've taught and even led and guided her over the last several years, God, would be an inspiration uh, to everyone who's listening. Lord, would would we uh, see our faith as a, an incredible power source um, to be successful in the ventures in the marketplace that we have the. And so um, we pray towards that in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. So back us up. I think like a lot of this started 2008, right? When you were working, I mean, what I've read about you, what I know about you, back us up to kind of when things begin to shift, when you said, I'm kind of interested in real estate. Where where was that? Yeah. So that started, my interest in real estate started when I was young. So 10, 11, 12, my parents uh, went through bankruptcy due to medical debt. They own their own private practice. And as a young kid, I went to my school library and picked up Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is not the normal story. And so had this seed planted of, oh my gosh, one day I want to own real estate. How can I exit the rat race and find a way to to make a huge impact and let God work in me and through me? Um, And so fast forward, my first job out of school, 2008, I took a job at Wells Fargo Home Mortgage during the refinance boom and helped so many investors um, right-side their portfolios and uh, really learned a lot of business acumen, but decided that banking wasn't the best fit for me and moved back to Minnesota to focus on technology sales um, and really grew my career there. Um, Where'd you get your sales, like your sales training Yeah, goose from? Yeah, my sales training came from working at these corporations. So working at Wells Fargo, they have an amazing sales training program. 
um, working at SPS Commerce in downtown Minneapolis. They have an amazing, amazing solution selling model. Um, and then just picking up additional books along the way right. about solution selling. I feel like I'm one of those people who's always a lifelong learner and I want to master a craft. And at that time, sales was my my craft. And so I wanted to learn as much as I possibly could about building relationships, negotiating and influencing things towards a mutually beneficial win. So did your parents get out of debt? I mean, what was that process? Yeah. What what came out of that? Yeah. So in 2014, my husband and I went through Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University and my dad did too. Um, the other part of the backstory is my mom died suddenly when I was in college. Um, and so I like to say that, you know, I have one really great advocate for me. Real estate professionals, I'm talking to you. Are you serious about growing and scaling your real estate business or portfolio this year? Do you lack a community of peers who share your ambitious vision and love for God? Listen, I know early on, I felt like I had to choose between these two passions. Oftentimes my communities were split between business and and faith, and there really wasn't a place where both entrepreneurial success and kingdom advancement was being celebrated. This is why we started the Kingdom REI Mastermind, the real estate mastermind for kingdom leaders who are investors, fund managers, syndicators, brokers, lenders, eager to honor God and transform their communities through business success. Look, we've helped more than two dozen real estate professionals just like yourself find resources, partners, or just even giving them permission to take their business to the next level while keeping the main focus on the kingdom of God. So uh, listen, if you're interested, this is truly an application-only community. Why? Because inside of our mastermind, relationships are everything. We believe this is the key to growth. And I want to invite you to see if you qualify by heading over to thekingdomrei.com and filling out an application. I personally screen all applications, and if I think we can help you, we'll set up a call to discuss further. Look, there's no reason you shouldn't head over to thekingdomrei.com to learn more. Request your invitation. Start building relationships and doing deals with the best kingdom leaders in the industry. We have testimony after testimony to prove that you are literally one connection away from the faith, the family, and the business success that you desire. So don't wait any longer. Head to thekingdomrei.com. In heaven, who's helping make sure that all of these these things that I set out to do um, have a huge impact. And so my dad went through Financial Peace University with my husband and I. He got out of debt and has his own redemption story. Um, but that's really the catalyst of what, how my husband and I have been able to make such a big impact in such a short amount of time. Megan, I'm curious, can we just have a conversation today? Is that okay? And we yeah. just bring our audience into some yeah. different topics we want to chat about. So Dave Ram. Uh, I love that you are using Dave Ramsey. So t- tell our folks what you're, how you're using Dave Ramsey in your apartment community briefly. And then I want to go back to Dave Ramsey. Yeah. So how we're using Dave Ramsey in our apartment communities is we've signed a nationwide contract to offer Ramsey Plus to every single one of our tenants. Um, So normally churches can purchase a church license and offer it to every single one of their parishioners. And so I called up Ramsey Solutions and was like, hey, would you ever think about doing this for businesses? Because 
COVID is hurting a lot of our tenants. Can we make a difference? And they said, yes. And so far it's been, it's been really successful and we're making a difference. We're partnering with local churches around our apartment complexes to come in and mm. teach Financial Peace University for free. They've watered down um, the message so that it's universal. They still talk about the biblical principles of finance and God's use of money, but it's um, more universal to make sure that we're in line and in compliance with equal housing Is that an issue? Like you can't talk about faith? I mean, even you own the apartment. Why, why couldn't you talk about it? We just want to make sure that we're being super careful. Um, and we never want to feel like this is a free amenity. People can opt in to using the free app that we've provided for them, Ramsey Plus, and they can opt into going to Financial Peace University classes because really every single person in the world needs to know how to manage money. Like right. if you're going to exist and to survive and thrive, you need to know right. how to manage money. But there's certain biblical principles that we all know on this podcast that really can help you thrive. Mm -hmm. And when you get in line with God's principles and God's provision follows. And so that's... Um, all right, so I want to come back to this 10 thing because it's an amazing. Yeah. I think more, more people, especially if you're dealing with a lower income or, yeah, I mean, C, even B class. I mean, think about how many millennials freaking don't know anything about money. This is not just for a poor, you know, class. This is middle class. class. This, I mean, yeah. this is everyone probably could be incorporating this into their into their apartment buildings. It's a huge resource. Um, so let's go back, though. I'm going to talk about Dave Ramsey for a minute. So yeah. Dave Ramsey in at least our circles, I feel like gets a lot of heat. And I'll be honest, I think I've thrown some shade at Dave Ramsey in the way that I've already always thought about it, Megan. And I'd love, I'd love either some correcting or let's just have a good combo to kind of break yeah. this out. So where Dave has helped a ton of people get out of debt. Dave, but as, as a capitalist, there's a little bit different. We're not just our goal is not just to get out of debt. We actually use debt. We leverage debt. We, we're not just saving, we're investing. So um, I'm curious kind of how it seems like he, there's a huge influence there, but what, what has been part two or, or how has that influenced in, in looking back? What's, what do you really hold? And then are there things that you've had to change or adapt? I'd, I'd love to hear your, your, your input. Yeah. So Dave Ramsey is really famous for Financial Peace University. I mean, he's helped millions of people get out of debt. What people don't know is the second part of the program is called the legacy journey. So that's where once you've gotten out of debt, no, you're a slave to no one. You get to do whatever you want with money. You can go invest in real estate. You can leverage debt. You can um, you know, get loans and mortgages and create a financing. Like, there's so much more peace for me on the side, knowing that we're debt free. And now my business can go take on debt to scale and grow. But as an individual, I'm not at risk of losing my home and I can live, I can choose to live really frugally so that I can benefit others. So that's where I think um, Dave Ramsey comes to play in the commercial real estate space and apartment building syndications is helping people and investors get their personal finances like debt-free. And then when you look at doing business endeavors, that's where you can take on debt and continue to scale and grow. Just like, you know, blue chip corporations scale and grow using debt. 
there's a distinction that you make if I'm okay to take on as much debt as possible in my business, but I want to be debt free as an individual. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. I mean, for me, again, we're super cash heavy in our business. And so we want to make sure that we're using the right amount of leverage. Um, so for our apartment complexes, the sweet spot that I found is that, you know, 56 um, to 70% loan to value. So I'm comfortable with that type of loan to value, that type of um, debt, uh, because there's still margin, there's still cash, there's still uh, equity available. Maybe it's just the room. No, it's not your fault. All right. So let's go back. So just to be clear, you're saying now you want to take on a lot more debt like that, like debt. And now you, because you know how to leverage it and using it for the business, you want more debt. I want healthy amounts of debt. So okay. <laughs> what, what that means is I use debt like Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac loans as leverage. And then we offer investors return for providing capital. So it's very different. Um, once you get, just like in anything in business, once you get the blocking and tackling done, then you can start doing more experienced plays. And a member of Dave Ramsey's team, Ken Coleman talks about this all the time because Ken Coleman talks about entree leadership um, and using cash as an accrual basis of your business, but also realizing that as you scale and grow, there's going to be ebbs and flows in your business and you need to provide uh, capital or leverage to help with that scaling process. And so there's a very easy way to do that using things like SBA loans or mortgages in our industry or uh, private placements. Um, and there's easy ways to do that in the non-real estate industry of having, right. you know, great return or great reserve accounts and um, making sure that you're always planning for for those opportunities where you can scale and grow. Interesting. Still comes down to though, like in order to grow a big real estate company to help more people, you're going to have to take on more debt. Right. Yep. You need to take on a mortgage to get, you know, commercial financing and help more people. Yes. I a hundred percent agree. Um, but I do it at a point where I'm comfortable with the loan to value. So like sure. the differentiator that we're positioning is the majority of our syndications are in that, 56 to 70% loan to value. So there's a lot of equity, uh, making sure that, you know, if the entire market implodes, we're mitigating that risk right. because we, we have great cash reserves. Okay. So we can get off Dave Ramsey for a but minute. We could go on that all day. Yeah. yeah, but... No, it's really helpful. And I think that that conversation, this little segment is going to help a lot of people um, understand the difference uh, because I, you know, I, when people say my goal is to get out of debt, I always say my goal is to get as much debt as possible. Like yeah. it's a, it's a different uh, mindset, but, I, but I know it's coming from two different, again, it's all about exactly what we said. Like you, the way to have mastery over money starts with financial education. And if you don't have a solid base to understand what is good debt, what is bad debt, um, how to leverage debt, what is cash flow, you, then you can't say statements like that. And I, and that makes sense. Um, so it's really helpful to hear about the legacy program too. I didn't know that. Yeah. So let's get into, because there's so much here, Megan, I want to talk about, even especially getting into just the way your faith is so beautifully displayed in your business. But first, take us back a little bit. How does a former rugby player, sales 
person, um, you know, mother, uh, get into doing large syndication deals, raising, you know, millions of dollars. Take us to that starting point. So that starting point was right in the middle of our get out of debt journey. So um, part of what Dave Ramsey teaches is being gazelle intense about accomplishing your goals, which is applicable to everything in life. So I was working my sales job, normal nine to five hours. I was waking up in the morning and teaching a fitness class, either CrossFit or kickboxing class. And then in the evenings, I was bartending at the Timberwolves and Lynx games. And then I'd wake up and rinse and repeat, do it all over again, play rugby on the weekends and got my real estate license to try and sell additional houses. We were, my husband and I were house hacking and we had tenants, our rugby teammates living with us. So we were doing the bird strategy and house hacking. And then um, I was going to real estate networking events and at one point I had gone to a real estate networking event here in Minneapolis and I was pregnant with our daughter Lyra and I was the only woman in the room, super pregnant, and I ran into Todd Dexheimer. Hey, real estate investors, those of you still on the fence about the Kingdom REI Mastermind, I want to let you know about an upcoming event we have in August of this year in Dallas, Texas. We are bringing together some of the biggest names, brightest minds of the multifamily industry for a three-day event. This is the exclusive opportunity for our Kingdom REI Mastermind to really get together and learn from industry leaders who are also kingdom-minded and the chance to rub shoulders with the right partners who can help you grow and scale your real estate business. So if you're interested in the Kingdom REI Mastermind and attending an event like this, go to thekingdomrei.com to request your invitation. That's thekingdomrei.com. And I was like, who Todd, are you? Todd, shout out Todd. What What's up, Todd? How are you doing, Todd? Todd? <laughs> like, who are you? What are you doing? Like, I just want to find a way to stop working all of these jobs and get out of debt and have freedom to be at home with my baby. Like, how do I do this? And so Todd walked me through like exactly how syndications work. He introduced me to another amazing friend of ours, Drew Whitson and Michael Blanc and everything just kind of snowballed from there. And I was like, okay, I'm not ready to make a commitment yet financially into a passive investment until we're out of debt. So we did our debt-free scream, sort of passively investing. And I was like, holy cow, I'm quitting all of my side hustles, honey. This is the real deal. (laughs) And kept passively investing and it quickly replaced the salary that I was making how were you like, passively investing with what were you getting your money from? How are you putting money in deals? Yeah. So we'd gotten out of debt. Um, we had our emergency fund and then we had an extra discretionary fund for 15% of our income goes towards investing. It's a principle that Dave Ramsey teaches. And so that money was being used for passive investments. So then we paid off our house, we sold it and we got this huge influx of cash we're like, okay, do we want to continue to, you know, do the birth strategy, house hack, buy duplexes, buy single family homes, or do we just trust people like Ellis and Todd and Michael Blanc and all of these amazing people in the real estate syndication industry to help us create steady streams of income with this capital? And I ran the numbers in order for me to leave my corporate job, we had to choose that option. And so we did. 
and I replaced my corporate salary and I was like, okay, honey, we have our emergency fund. I want to continue to collaborate with these amazing individuals. How much money was that? Will you share? How much did you have to get in? Yeah. So we sold our house for $274,000 and we used the equity to put in a bunch of different syndications. And then that was replacing my corporate salary. Um, I can tell you that our range as a couple, we qualified as accredited investors. So for those of you that don't know, accredited investors make over $300,000 a year. Got it. As a married couple. So um, yeah, that's. that's so you were at. living off the cash flow of those investments. That's yeah, what was so to replace your. Off, yeah. My corporate salary, we live off the cash flow of our investments that we made in real estate syndication. Wow. Powerful. So then um, now I have this real estate syndication business. My step, my husband still has his W-2. So we still qualify as accredited investors and we choose to live beneath our means and use the extra money for impact, the extra money for future investments. How much now as an entrepreneur, Megan, are you putting? So when you say like your model is still 15% away, I'm curious how much, how much do you see your business and even your education as investments and how much do you allocate? Like, how do you think about allocating money to grow your business and money to allocate your personal, you know, I mean, me, I invest a lot of money. People would be shocked at how much money I spend and just learning, networking, things like that. How much goes to that? Yeah. So for us, every dollar that comes in, we split it into four categories. So give, save, spend, invest. There's different percentages for those based off of where we feel like we're at and every household is different. So in that give, save, spend, invest category, invest is investing in real estate, investing in alternative assets and investing in ourselves. So there's a pretty significant portion of our income that goes towards investing. Got it. So like a an example, if you wanted to make it duplicatable, as you could say, okay, we're going to give 10% of our income, we're going to, or give and tithe 10% of our income, we're going to um, save 30% of our income, we're going to spend 40% of our income, and we're going to invest the rest. How much do you think you've spent on yourself, personal education, whatever it is, to to have the knowledge, the confidence to be able to be where you are right now as CEO of your company and, yeah. you know, running multiple syndications, what would you think the investment has taken over the years? Let's see in the past two years, I've easily spent over $40,000. I mean, you think about that's honestly, I'm surprised it's not more, but like you've, you seems like you're a lot more efficient than I am. Right. <laughs> uh, but I, I think that's right on. I mean, that's, you know, that's to, to be able to be where you're at is, is incredible. That's, that's awesome. So um, where, so tell us where your business is today, today. Yeah. So today, today we are in a spot where we're blessed to be a blessing. So we continue to uh, partner with amazing syndicators throughout the industry. I continue to um, provide value by being a marketing member of general partnerships. We continue to syndicate on our own um, and we're closing between two to three new syndications every month. 
Wow. Um, and what does that mean? You're closing like, like two to three syndications. Like you're helping with the marketing, you're bringing yeah. in capital to deals. Yep, is that kind of the roles that you're playing? Because, yep. Because I went and studied for my securities licensing exams and made sure that I partnered with a great broker dealer, shout out to phase one. Um, so making sure that we're fully compliant on that. Aspect. So you went the securities route to actually, so you, you could do it that way. Yep. So I, um, I went both the securities route and originally started as a member of the general partnership that focused on investor relations and capital raising and using my marketing automation acumen right. to bring value to those teams. Right. Interesting. I don't hear a lot of folks that go all the way to the securities route. Is there a quick explanation of why you decided to do that? Or you just wanted to make sure you had things buttoned up? Uh, both and. So mm -hmm. uh, in 2020, there was a pretty serious crackdown from the SEC on uh, syndicators in the space. We went through an audit, just like many of our peers, and passed with flying colors because of our due diligence and our marketing. Um, but I wanted to make sure that we were mitigating risk right. um, for ourselves and our investors and just trying to be a good steward of the financial resources and opportunities that God has put in my life. Hmm. And in order to mitigate that risk and continue to make a big impact, I chose to go down the securities route. Hmm. Megan, I read in your bio that you and your husband decided to give away half of your net profits. Yeah. Um, when did you make that decision? What, like, I understand you got out of debt, but like, when did you make that decision? Cause I'm, I want people to understand, like, how do you get to a place to be able to make a decision like that? Like when, yeah. where were you at financially and, and why, um, yeah. why, why so early? Because in my, I don't know, I think money people would say, well, why give away 50% now? You're so young. You could build up. Why'd you start now? So yeah. when and why? When and why? So when we, we're on the Dave Ramsey radio station, did our debt-free scream. We followed up with each other after that call and said, okay, we have our fully funded emergency fund. We have our daughter's child um, college education set on autopilot. We don't have a mortgage. Like what else do we feel like God is calling us to do and who can we help? Like you get to this point where you're not worrying about paycheck to paycheck and you're not you're okay, your family's okay. And you start looking up and you say, okay, who in my community have mm. I been called mm. to impact? And once you get to that spot of, wow. okay, us or now then us, them, you're trying to impact people. Whoa, that whoa, are whoa. Say that again. Say okay. that again. Yeah. So there's this, the four step phrase of you're in the now, like you're grinding it out. You're focusing on paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. That's the now. And then you get a little wiggle room in your budget and you're focusing on the then. Well, then I, I'll be in retirement. Then I'll be debt-free. Then I'll um, have mastery of money and I'll be able to do X, Y, and Z. So now then us, so us as a family, what can I do for our legacy, for our impact, for our generations, for my daughter, for her future children, for my parents, for my grandparents, what can I do to make sure that we're all okay financially? And once that's steady and stable and you have a, a plan, then that's where the fun part kicks up. And yeah. you're like, okay, God, who am I called to help? Like, yeah. who are the single moms in our neighborhood that we can just mm -hmm. show up and be an anonymous blessing for and like mm -hmm. bless their socks off? Like, who can we help when there's tragedies like in our city? Like, 
God, you've called us to be a blessing, like help us be a blessing and help us be the hands and feet of you, Jesus, to these people. Because there's, when we go through tragedies and trials, there's an opportunity for us to speak life and to speak hope and to show the goodness that God is amongst those tragedies and trials. And they can actually become future testimonies for the kingdom. Like that's what happened to me. Like, it, I mean, we're, we're going surface level here. We're getting deep on some things, but the biggest tragedies that I've had in my life are become, have become my testimony and have become mm-hmm. that big why for why we're so intentional with our business. So it was um, when we knew we had runway, when we had an emergency fund and uh, how we did it, we, we just chose who is around us and who we can. Interact. I think that's so powerful. And I just think so many people miss that. I, I don't understand why, you know, I, I do understand why, because I've, I've, I struggled with this for a really long time, but you know, this idea that capital equals influence mm-hmm. is so key. And I love, I love that idea of like, you know, it's, it's being okay for a, for a season to say, I got to get my money right. Yeah. You know, like I got to get my money right. And I think I, I, I hope people are hearing this message to say it's okay to focus on getting your money right for a season mm-hmm. because of the freedom that that then allows you to go into your community. And I mean, talk about the, the things that you're doing now, Megan, with your business and, and the people yeah. that you're helping uh, because of that. Yeah, I'm happy to. So I'm just going to plant this seed first. Like for me, I dream about what could the kingdom of God do if the kingdom of God was debt-free or manage their money really well. Like yeah, what wow. we do yeah. collectively. So what we're doing today is- Yeah, you got a lot of generous people in the Christian community with no money. <laughs> no, right. It's like, like, hey, I'm glad you feel generous, but why don't you learn how to make some money first so that you can actually give some money, right? I mean, we right. need generous people who make money. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. like for the stuff that we love doing with our church, we um, teach Financial Peace University and more importantly, take the big donors in our church and teach them the legacy journey. And mm-hmm. like, hey, how are you making a general generational impact in this community um, and making kingdom capital like thrive? And let's mm-hmm. take background for that. Um, so that's one of the things that we do is we teach FPU and the legacy journey in our church. With our apartment buildings, we're offering um, Financial Peace University and Ramsey Plus as free amenities for every tenant. We're partnering with another Christian faith-based nonprofit organization called Apartment Life, um, where they live on site at our apartment buildings and do those simple random acts of kindness for people when they have a baby, when they had surgery, when they're going through a hard time at at work. Um, They check up on them. They're really an extension of our property managers. I like to think of them as like a resident assistant in, um, in college, you have your RA that you go talk to and they're like super kind to you um, and just make you feel warm and welcome. And they also plan weekly events for our tenants to have that community feel um, because when people have friends in the same apartment building that they live in, they want to stay longer. And it's been statistically proven that they pay their rent on time. So like, because they don't want to leave their friends. So we partner with them, we partner with Ramsey Plus, and we, um, some of the other things that we do with our business is I hire virtual assistants uh, in Southeast Asia. And they're women that have been rescued out of human trafficking 
and we give them a college education and mental health awareness classes and stability. And instead of selling their bodies for $3 a day, Mm. we're paying them $9 an hour Mm. and they're managing my business and it's impacting them as moms, them as daughters, and we're teaching them kingdom principles. Mm -hmm. So we teach them about Jesus and how to become an entrepreneur. And so that's the part through venture that I really love is this whole concept of you can choose to make a business for good and you can choose to be super intentional about how you're spending money and how you're building community and how you're impacting the planet and people on purpose. That's so powerful. I love that that you don't have to trade building a business for truly having kingdom impact. In fact, the, the more profitable you become, right? The more that you can leverage that influence to help women in Southeast Asia. How do you find an organization like that? How are you partnering with them? I'm sure people want to hear more about that. Yeah. So feel free to put this in the show notes. Um, We work with Legacy Virtual. We also work with Venture, uh, venture venture.org. So they collaborate together and um, there's a lot of synergies there. So venture.org works boots on the ground with local pastors and missionaries to rescue women and children um, as young as two years old and give them school and stability and safety and education and teach them the gospel and Mm -hmm. teach them about Jesus. And then once they have their college education or if they're grown women, they enable them to become entrepreneurs by Mm -hmm. being virtual assistants or by um, getting involved in a career in, in politics or um, running their own business and owning a goat farm. There's yeah. a variety of different ways that we teach them how to be entrepreneurs. Megan, what are you, what, what are you dreaming about right now? Like what's, what's the future dream? I mean, you, you have a beautiful family. What's, what, what are your five and 10 year goals? I mean, what, yeah. what, what is inspiring you right now? What's inspiring me right now are, some of the movements with her story, which is a collaboration of women speaking out about sex trafficking. So I just spoke in front of 10,000 women. Um, And so dreaming about a world where it's not a problem because enough Christians said, I'm not going to stand for this anymore. And I want to make an impact with my time or my finances. Um, that's what I dream about is in my lifetime, we made a kingdom impact so that the world is different. I dream about, um, having our apartment buildings have a zero carbon footprint so that there's enough trees and clean air and clean water for my grandchildren and their grandchildren. Um, I dream about, uh, a world of people knowing Jesus and having a personal relationship with them and having, easy conversations um, from a business setting that can open the door for that kind of a conversation. So those are the big dreams that I'm dreaming about is who can we help? How many people can we impact? And how many, um, how big can the kingdom of God get? Hmm. Folks, you see why I brought Megan on today. (laughs) Hey, I uh, just interviewed John Lee Dumas the other day and I asked him the question, like what's your most, what's your favorite question that he asked? Um, and he says his favorite question is, what have you changed your mind on in the last six months? So I'm going to mm. incorporate that. I, li- I love that question. What, what yeah. is something that you changed your mind on uh, in the last six months? 
something personal or business or no, professional? Whatever. He said it was cold. It was a cold plunge for him. Like he actually, st he started doing cold plunges. He didn't like it before and now he did it. Now he does yeah. it every day. Hmm. I think, I mean, this is going to like sound really trite, but the thing that I've changed my mind on the most recently is our three-year-old has been finally sleeping through the night. And so just, um, like I originally thought she needed to be coddled like the whole time and all of the things. Um, and my husband kept saying, we need to enable her to make her own decisions. I'm like, but she's three, she's mm. my baby. Like I need to, I need to show her love and support. And so, um, I changed my mind on that philosophy of, that's good of, Hey, I can let her comfort herself and I'm teaching her life skills right now. If I, let go of my helicopter mom ways <laughs> for a little bit that's good feedback for a for a future dad uh right here um <laughs> in the beginning the though you need to be like all hands on deck but when they're three there's a little wiggle room that's right. what i've learned <laughs> right uh guys i don't know about you all but i've just thoroughly taken away so much from this conversation i, I think when i meet people like megan and i see uh just a, a bigger drive for what they're doing. It, it's inspiring. I mean, it's why we started the show and I hope you're hearing this and that, you know, there are very few places that, you know, because I think when we talk about like you hear this idea of make money or be profitable, like there's so much other things that are tied to it. Um, but like, I, I think that message is, I hope coming out today that this is the purpose of Kingdom REI. It's why we have a mastermind. It's why we do this show because we want to help Christians like yourself crush it in business. Why? Because when we have margin, then we can live fully into our mission. Where there's no margin, there is no mission. Um, that's why profit is so important. That's why cash flow is so important. That's why we love real estate, because of the cash flow it provides and the freedom that that allows us, not just um, to to go and do nothing, but the, the freedom then to go and do something of purpose, go do something of the kingdom. And not that you can't go do that when you don't have money, but as we see here today, there's a lot more you can do when you do have money. And uh, so Megan, I, I mean, is there anything else that you would like to just maybe even parting words um, uh, for our audience, for the King Maria audience before we get out of here today? Yeah. I mean, if you want more information, I mean, I'm an open book. You can reach me anytime. The easiest way to connect with me is meganlampke.com forward slash connect. Um, I actually have a free ebook for all of your listeners too. Awesome. Um, one of them is how we save $50,000 in 30 days so that we could start investing in syndications. You'll find that on our website. And the other one is the leader's guide to investing. As a woman, I was super timid about asking questions um, of syndicators until I was called out on it by one of my business coaches. So it's just the answers and guides to all of the, the questions that I asked, um, cause I was timid being the only woman in the room. So that's the leader's guide to investing. Both of them are free, download them. I hope they, they bless you and they bless your audience's business. And, um, we can all just do amazing things for the kingdom together. I'm going to make sure we put all those links in the show notes below. So get everyone to go check those out. Megan Lamke, L A M ke.com forward slash connect go check her out uh you have a podcast right i do i have a podcast called business for good 
Um, it's a collaboration with Venture, that nonprofit that I mentioned. Um, and so they're our featured sponsor every single week. And we interview great people that have structured their business to make an impact like yes. we did. So, Yes, I love that. Um, well, hey, I, uh, I think we might be scheduled to have me on there. So definitely go check that out. Yeah. Guys, we'll, uh, you get to hear my voice on there soon. So <laughs> Megan, uh, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful. I, I'm so blessed to, to meet you and have your influence in our mastermind as well. And so um, thanks for being here. Everyone, uh, thanks for joining and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much, Ellis. Hey, just because the show's over doesn't mean the journey is. Listen, if you're a faith-driven real estate professional or investor, then you'll want to go to the kingdom rei.com to learn about our mastermind if you're interested in investing alongside me in alternative investments like multifamily apartment complexes then head to ellishammond.com to learn more about that cheers <laughs>